You are now tuned in to the Crypto Nerd Podcast, brought to you by Citrus and AlgoFund. Be sure to like and subscribe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have in the Crypto Nerd Studios today, Christian from NIFGEN. We are going to change the way social media is handled in our space. So Christian, talk to us. Who are you? Where are you from? What's your background? And uh, talk to us about the project. Gotcha. Yes, Monty. Thank you so much for having me here on your show. So my name is Christian. I'm the founder of this company called NIFGEN. We're based in Miami, Florida. I'm originally from Italy, so I'm Italian-American, but I've been living in Miami for like the past 15 years, so I grew up there. Mm. And to give you info about the projects, we're building a hub for video creators to better monetize their content. If you include all the video creators on YouTube and Twitch, there's about 65 million of them. And believe it or not, over 98% of them make below the United States poverty line. Mind-blowing. Those figures are just literally mind-blowing, um, as well as some other stats I know you've got in your back pocket here mm-hmm. um, regarding um, consumption and the, the number of uh, people that want to get into this space. It's really ridiculous. But before, before we go down that rabbit hole, and I definitely want to, um, talk to us about the origins of NIFGEN and how it came to be that, that you, you've, you've stumbled into this space, because there was a, a little bit of a pivot there from what your initial grant was from Algorand and what your initial thought process was and, you know, kind of an interesting story on, you know, how you got from there to here. Absolutely. Yes. So we are a grant recipient from the Algorand Foundation. Originally, NIFGEN started as a NFT marketplace for social interactive features. We wanted to have this platform where both creators and their followers could connect all on the platform because the way you had it before and, Actually, still what you have it now based on the NFT marketplaces I see is that let's say I'm a creator, right? And you're a fan and you like my art. You need to go on Twitter and reach out to me, which, which is fine. You can do that, right? No one's stopping yeah. you from doing that. But we figured that everything should happen all on the platform. So we were building this uh, platform with like chats, comments, and ratings for everyone really to connect all on the platform together. And throughout our journey, we stumbled upon video creators. I think you were actually the first one I talked to, even before the guys from the next block, Yeah. where you told us about how this whole concept of engaging fans and increasing engagement rates is something that could really help out, help out video creators more than anything. Mm-hmm. And so then my, my partner and I, because there's two co-founders, there's me and there's Philip, right. we started doing some research on it and just how what are the engagement rates for average video creators? And we were just shocked by all the statistics we found. I mean, the whole thing that like 98% of you guys make below the United States poverty line, that was already a huge shocker. But Mm -hmm. then when we found out that the average engagement rate for video creators is about 2%, if you have 4%, that's like you're doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, you're blowing up. (laughs) You're doing fantastic then, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, which I mean, I'm just like four percent is like a is an F minus if you're in school, right? For those, yeah. so like I mean that that's just terrible. So why is it so low? And that's really when Philip and I started realizing, okay, so this is like a huge problem, right? That it's not being solved, right? I mean, there's over seventy million video creators out there, and more, and ninety eight percent of them are not making any money on these platforms. So, and unfortunately, we were a little bit sad to find out that there are Web3 video platforms like DTube and DLive. They're just mm-hmm. as bad. Engagement rates, actually, engagement rates there are even worse than YouTube and Twitch. Don't ask me how, but unfortunately, they really haven't helped. 
So Philip and I realized, okay, we need to figure out how to solve this problem. And we realized that one of the key roots of this problem is low engagement rates. Because if you think about it, you want to get, you want to make money on YouTube. What do you do? You have to have a high subscriber count and a high engagement rate. So you have to hope that the ad company, uh, sorry, companies advertise on your channel. That's mm -hmm. how video creators make money, which is terrible because if you have, I believe if, if, if I remember the numbers correctly, if you have under 10,000 subscribers, you make around a dollar a month, which is like, seriously? Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely crazy. And uh, on Twitch, uh, you know, the, there you make money with subscription revenue when people subscribe to you, but uh, you still have to keep your users engaged in order to convince them to subscribe to you, right? So engagement really is the key focus. And so we were thinking, what can we do to drive up engagement rates? And so one of the elegant ways we figured out is through this platform token called the Nifgen token. Mm -hmm. whereby users are actually rewarded for engaging. So let's say you're doing a video on YouTube, a video on Nifchen, right? I'm a user, I look on your video, I click on your video, I comment on your video, I actually engage. I will get rewarded certain amount of this Nifchen token, mm -hmm. right? So I'm being rewarded for my engagement. I'm not just a passive watcher, like I like, as I like to call them on YouTube or Twitch. Yeah. And now we're like, okay, so cool. So you have this token, then what? Then we have several utility features down the road where this token could be used to access some special events that some creators might want to do, like VIP access events. Mm -hmm. or, and my favorite one, which is a little bit more further down the road, is uh, let's say you're doing a live stream, right? You can ask questions to the, to the people watching saying, what do you guys want us to do during this live stream? And then the users will be able Instant to- Instant feedback. Yep, instant uh, feedback, and there you go. Vote on it with the Nifchen token. So it's you're essentially empowered the, the the fans to engage in content creation. Great. So I've seen other platforms sort of have this problem, of uh, and and you're right. You, you know, this isn't the the only one. There's another one that I've um, worked with in the past called Cinnamon that uses um, the Brave browser. I think they're integrated with, and I think it's an XRP back type of a project, or at least relate a lot of XRP content there. Um, and the problem that they ran into is that it was almost like a novelty. People would go in and they might watch a video or two, um, but they would never go back. They were fans of the blockchain and maybe that one, one content creator there, but those content creators also created almost the exact same content in other places, YouTube, which was a platform that they were familiar with. They could watch on their, their phone or what have you. So there's a couple of problems I see. Number one is finding more than just one content creator um, that somebody is interested in. So more than just you, you know a crypto nerd uh, person who wants to go in and see the content. And then number two, you got to make it as easy as possible for them to stick around after they watch my content. What other stuff are they going to want to see? And then that engagement, how are they going to come back? Um, because, you know, people would log into Cinnamon and they might interact one time, but then they figure that it's kind of a hassle. It's not my normal routine. I can get the same content elsewhere. There was no engagement necessary there and the content was available other places. So those are the problems that I see. Are, are those the problems that you, you've come across? Do you have solutions for all of those? Um, let, let's talk about content creation. Let's start, let's start with just that problem. Do you have multiple content providers and, you know, what are you doing to encourage more content creation on the platform so that there's lots of possibilities there for people to watch? 
Sure, of course. So in addition to you, we also have the creators from the next block, like Seawheel, uh, Crypto for Change. Uh, we have other people there. We also have Adam Bergman, who's another creator that wants to use our platform and stuff like that. We're reaching, out, we're reaching out to pretty much the video creators within the algorithm ecosystem right now. And then we're going to branch out to video creators that do crypto content in general. And what we're going to do is that they've agreed to do exclusive content on NIFGEN. So the content you see of NIFGEN is not really content you can get elsewhere. So that kind of like gives an incentive for people to actually come back to the platform. And right. another way to keep users engaged is that we're, we're thinking about doing is that every time you come back, you actually could get rewarded with the token, right? So you're actually encouraged to come back to get the reward. And it's going to be challenging, don't get me wrong, right? There's definitely like a lot mm -hmm. of things to test out is how do you get users engaged? Like how do you convince them to come back every single time? And the content is going to be key really, right? Mm -hmm. Because if there's really good exclusive content on it, then people are going to come back to watch it. I do think that in the long term, the, the live streams are going to be very important, right? Because essentially that's a very... Uh, top stuff that people like. So definitely that's going to be very important. Blockchain is so amazing, especially when you create um, a token and, and have some value assigned to it. But just logistically, let's walk through that. Because if I'm a viewer and I log in and I'm getting rewarded, um, you know, I go watch one of JT's shows. He's, he's got some great interviews. I just saw uh, one he put out. Uh, Will puts out a True You um, interview and people go there to, to watch Will. And they're getting rewarded, you know, possibly with tokens. And SeaWill is also getting rewarded based on maybe the membership, uh, number of views. And I think there's some kind of um, a pooling mechanism as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, you know, the more people that are on the platform, the better. But if everybody's getting rewarded, who's paying, right? Where, do, where does the initial revenue come yep. from? How, exactly. how, how's that problem solved? Yeah, of course. So let me explain. Let me get in a little bit into the revenue ball so everybody understands how it works and everything. So the way there's two ways to do it. Users can either pay $4.99 a month to subscribe mm -hmm. to one creator individually, just like you do on Twitch, right? That's the amount. And some money will go to the creator, some money will go to NetGen, and some money will go to the creator pool. Now, let me give you some numbers. If you subscribe to one creator, the creator gets, seven, gets to keep 70% which I, I assure you no other platform allows queers to keep that percentage unless, correct me if I'm no. wrong. Not that I know of. Exactly, right? And then about, uh, I believe 10 or 20% of that is going to go towards this thing we call the creator pool, which is at the end of every month, uh, act, the, the amount of the funding in the creator pool is going to be divided equally among the video creators. Hmm. Was, okay. Yes. So I'll get into a little, a little bit about that later, but let me finish the revenue model. Mm -hmm. Then uh, the other thing people can do is that they can pay $8.99 a month and just have access to the whole platform. Got it. I think that would be the more popular option, I think, because uh, people that also like, you know, crypto nerd are likely to like Seawill and JT stuff and Bergman stuff. I, I assume that everybody who comes in is going to uh, fall into that category for the most part. Um, all right, good. Um, so you wanted to dive in a little bit more about the creator pool. Is that to incentivize new content creators as well? So that's really to incentivize everybody, to be honest, because the way the creator pool is, we're trying to frame it where like a rising tide lifts or boat type of thing. Because yeah. believe it or not, and I spoke with JT about this on the show a few about a week ago, 
is that many video creators, unfortunately, give up on the profession because of the starting costs. I mean, you need to have the headsets, you need to have the microphone, you have to have the green screen behind you, right? There's actually a lot of start the mic. Yep. You, need to, you need to have several startup costs to it. And because many creators fail to monetize their content, they give up on it. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking that the money in the creator pool can be this thing to like lift them up uh, until they be able to reach a certain level of profitability and then to be able to sustain themselves financially. Excellent. Okay. I like it a lot. Um, logistically, there's probably some problems. There's some challenges with creating video content early on. And we've been talking for months. Um, at one point in time, I think you were talking about bandwidth and servers and, you know, holding all of this video content and asking, okay, you know, how much a 30 minute interview could be a gigabyte or more um, worth of data. How, how are you addressing that problem um, with streaming, you know, content directly from the platform? Yeah, so the way we're uh, approaching that problem is through decentralized storage. That's really the only available method you have at the moment because storing the videos on the chain is just way too expensive. You can do that, but it's way too expensive. AWS, you can do the two, way too expensive. Decentralized storage is definitely the best way to do it, which, you know, once we start to scale, the costs are going to go up, but... um, I'll put you this way. It'll be a fantastic problem to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very um, blockchain style solution to a, a very, you know, Web2 really kind of a problem. Okay, so we, we've got uh, video content creators. How are we planning on gaining market share and getting you eyeballs really on, on the platform? Um, marketing splits, are all of us content creators going to, um, you know, go out and, you know, direct traffic there? What's the, what's, the, what's the idea on how to get those initial, you know, 500 users? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So pretty much we have a plan for the five first 500 users, right? It's because like first we're going to be on the test net by around late October, early November, right? The first uh, mm-hmm. iteration of the video content uh, section is going to be there by that date. And mm-hmm. so it's going to be on the test net. And it's, it's for those that they don't know, test net is free. You don't pay for it, right? Right. So we want to have the first 500 users come on board, to kind of like test out all these features uh, to like to make sure everything is working. And we're gonna give them a reward for when they we do go on the main net where they will have to pay for it. And the mm-hmm. rewards are like this, right? So if they subscribe to only one creator, right? They'll have the first three months free subscription. And after those three months are done, the next entire year will be about 25% off. So that's okay. a huge, it's a huge discount. If you subscribe to the whole platform, then you get the first two months free. And after that, the next year is 50% off. Excellent. All right, 50% off is pretty significant. Uh, all right, so that's that's a good idea to get folks in the doors initially. So let's give it away for a couple of months um, so people can see what the content mm-hmm. is that we are all creating. And I think most of us have all committed to creating um, specific content for you, correct? It's gonna be exclusive mm-hmm. in most cases? Correct. Yes, it's going to be exclusive in most cases. It's going to be content that people cannot get on YouTube or Twitch and other platforms. So they do have to come to Nifchen to do it. And what I like is that so far, the creators we have, each one kind of works on a different thing, right? Like you do interviews, JT does a different type of interviews. Uh, mm-hmm. Seawill does the whole NFT series. 
Uh, yeah. Crypto for Change is going to do gaming. That's pretty much his main thing. Uh, Adam Bergman, he has a several topics in mind, but they're all very, very different, which is great, right? You have a wide variety of topics, which makes the whole platform more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that stickiness. I think that if I were to log in, um, you know, I might want to see Seawell and then I want to pivot to JT and then I want to pivot to whoever is new out there. And uh, frankly, it is difficult sometimes to find new content creators who are, are, you know, welcome in the space because, you know, kind of breaking into that YouTube space can be a little bit daunting and a little bit intimidating, honestly. Uh, I think a few of us have put together um, some ideas to welcome those folks in and give them some um, tutorials and like some introductions on how to start making videos and some best practices, that sort of thing. Um, do you anticipate um, an onboarding process for new content creators. What's that look like? Oh yeah, sure. So pretty much like, the, you mean like creators who are brand new, like to the whole yeah. video? All right, yes, of course. So what we definitely want to do is like for them, have like tutorial videos on how to set things up, right? Because you're really good at this. So you know you know all the, the A through Z on what to do, like how to set up a camera, how to set up a mic, uh, how to how quiet the room should be and stuff like that, right? And this is something even David mentioned to me yesterday when I was doing follow-ups with him, is mm -hmm. to kind of have a guide saying, okay, you want to be a content creator, you're passionate about it, this is how we help you. So yeah. it's like a really detailed documentation on an A to Z on how to do it. Mm -hmm. How to gain some market share, gain an audience, consistency is key. A, lo a lot of those things, we're happy to share that knowledge base. All right, um, is there any thought on going back to Algorand since you've kind of made a, a little bit of a pivot for additional funding because we want to make sure that you're healthy, right? If all of us mm -hmm. content creators come onto the platform, we want to make sure it's a platform that is going to stick around for a while so our audience members can, can really feel comfortable there and grow. Um, so in between the Algorand Foundation or maybe VC money or private raises, what's your, what's your plan um, to extend that runway for you know, mm -hmm. several years? No, yeah, sure, of course. So we still have some money left over from the grant of the, from the grant we got from the foundation. I'm also talking to the foundation about the development of the project. I'm also going to be reaching out to VCs to fund, to 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 give us more money to fund the project. So I, I feel pretty confident about that. Like, I mean, we're building a great product, and mm -hmm. once you have a great product, I mean, people just come to it with with the right marketing, of course. So that's kind of like the strategy we're doing. Got it. Okay. Um, now. We're getting out to, I don't know, the, the folks here who are starting to think about Decipher and what's going to mm. happen in Dubai. Um, what kind of plans do you have there? I've seen some communication between you and the next block. Um, so what's what's going on there? Sure, of course. So pretty much like uh, the way we did it since like I view, I view pretty much the first video creators that are partnering with Nifchance as partners, right? right? So what we did is that we pretty much made a huge contribution for them to be able to afford to go to Dubai. I think we paid about 50% of the money they wanted to raise to go there. So they're gonna go there to Dubai for the cipher. And the goal is that while they're there, they're gonna be doing some advertising to get the NIFGEN brand name out there. They're gonna do maybe some live streams. Would be great to do like, if they can get like some people from maybe Borderless Capital or Anthony Scaramucci on and do a live stream all together, that'd be fantastic. Obviously you as well can join in the live stream, right? It would be really great. Uh, I believe I was uh, I was actually talking uh, yesterday. There's a good chance that Adam Bergman might also be in the ciphers. This was actually happening yesterday night. Yes, the conversation yeah, I think between, so. Right, 
I tried to get my passport yesterday. Um, I missed my initial passport meeting. I got to go like do another one on a rush and try and get there. Uh, oh, if you can go to the cipher too, like let me know how I can help. And definitely for sure. That would, that would actually be great to have everybody at the cipher. I unfortunately will not be able to go physically in the cipher, yeah. but I mean, definitely like I will, uh, the, the Nifchen presence will be there. We're either going to do a watch party or something online where, you know, we join them remotely or something along those lines. Um, Okay, so you, you've got a strong presence there, and you're helping out uh, with those folks to get there. Um, that's strong. Uh, you've already shown your commitment to the, um, you know, to the community and the presence of, you know, content creators, which is something that really is. Um, a lot of times we hear complaints from the community that the algorand doesn't, you know, the the ecosystem in general doesn't support their content creators, and you know, I haven't faced that problem. Um, I think Coop's got some sponsors, um, but, you know, the actual YouTube, you know, videos, they don't make much money. We have all had to try and partner with other businesses in other ways to try and, you know, get compensated for our time in the Algorand ecosystem. What is your philosophy on content creation? Should it be, um, you know, solely, you know, a third party that kind of steps in and and helps out with that content creation and spurs it along? Should it be community-based? Should people in the community watch a video to support it, even if maybe it's an alternate opinion than what they have, um, just to show support? Or should it come from you know, some, some other source? You know, where, what, what's your philosophy on, on content creation and support overall? So the community is key, right? Without a community, you don't have anything. So I believe that like uh, the community needs to be more involved and more rewarded for their involvement, right? Because that's mm -hmm. the thing, like, and I think by doing so, that's really key because by rewarding the community for engaging, it, it it's like a it's like a wheel that spins. I don't know if it's a proper analogy to do it, where like you guys can produce great content, the community's engaged, they the flywheel. It. It's the, the flywheel. Fly there we yeah. go. There we go. The flywheel. Exactly. Perfect. So then like you guys can grow your base and a growing base, uh, subscriber base means more money, more revenue for you guys and bigger community and the flywheel keeps on spinning faster. So that's kind of like what I think it's the right way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about rewarding the community um, with some NFT engagement because you have an NFT marketplace. We haven't really talked about it. How can we incorporate that to reward the community, give them additional reasons to stop by, take a look at the site, engage overall? What are some interesting ideas there? And talk to us just about the platform in general. Sure, of course. So yeah, so we do have an NFT marketplace section for it. Pretty much what that's going to be used for going forward is that if some video creators may want to sell some of their content as NFTs. Uh, to give you an example, some people may want to do a three-hour video course on what is a crypto wallet and why you need to remember your seed phrase. I'm just making a topic up, right? So they may, they may want to put that as an NFT where people actually pay for it to do it. That's one way to do it. Uh, also, like, for example, it can be tickets to access special events, right? And when we talked about special events a little bit before, it can be that in order to access them, you need an NFT that counts as an admission ticket. So that's another way that you can use that the marketplace for. I love the NFTs as uh, like a VIP access, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. Really good tie in. Okay. Um, what else is coming up that maybe we haven't talked about yet? We're sort of wrapping things up. I think it's been almost uh, half an hour or so. Mm -hmm. What haven't I asked you about yet that's really you know important for the community to know about? Oh, well, right now, I mean, you've asked all the main questions. You've had everything on the head, right? I mean, there are some things in the work, but I, I'll keep, I'll come next time I come on your show, I'll have more updates to it because some stuff are in the works. To give you like a sneak peek, we're 
there's a good chance that the way people pay for subscriptions will also be with NFTs, just to give you like a sneak peek. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That one of the, it's actually one of the, de the developers. Oh, by the way, shout out to my team, right? Because I'm one guy, but the other five guys, they work just as hard as I do, especially the developers, the product designer, fantastic people, fantastic job that they're doing for it. I just wanted, yep. to, say, wanted to say that I said it all, everywhere I go. And yeah, one of the things that one of the members brought up is that the subscriptions could actually be NFTs, but uh, let's keep, next time we'll have a lot more information on it because literally this idea came out about three hours ago. So yeah, they 100% could be NFTs. I've thought about that as well. We've got an NFT series that um, we've got to uh, repurpose and find some, some better use cases for to make sure mm -hmm. that the community is, is rewarded for those. All right. Um, well, fantastic stuff. I enjoy seeing the progress that you've made. Uh, honestly, the amount of progress that you've made it just in the last six months has been astounding from, you know, just a, some really crazy, like cool ideas to a lot of implementation. You got a team of five people working behind the scenes. Um, I'm excited to see what the next six months is going to bring. And uh, for those next major announcements that I know are in the works, and I can't wait to see what the feedback is from uh, TestNet too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Like, I mean, we love like how the project is going to develop and everything. And I look forward to like giving you guys as many updates as soon as possible. Really excited about this. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. As always, I am your crypto nerd. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day.